0: Hey, Wowzers, Mindy here, and before we start the show, I've just got a quick message for your grown-ups. Hey, grown-ups, NPR is conducting a little survey to help us learn more about you and what you think of WOW in the world. Why? Well, so that we can continue to make our show even better for you and your family. To take this quick survey, just visit npr.org slash wow survey. Again, that's npr.org wowsurvey wow survey. That's it. And now, let's get on with the show.
1: Proceeded.
2: Three, two, one.
3: Detention. The level called a picture of magnificent proportion. I don't know what you've been told, but I just thought you should know. It tastes really terrible. Ugh. It's really bitter. Why is it so bitter? Oh, hey, Mindy. Uh, hello, Dennis. Oh, hi there, Guy. I was just telling Mindy her mansion here tastes like gingerbread wrapped in grapefruit and dipped in earwax. Ugh. Really gross. Maybe you should ask her why it's
0: so gross. Happy birthday Guy Ron.
3: What? Mindy, it's not my birthday. My birthday was like nine months ago and you forgot, don't you remember? Forgot
0: that I remembered your birthday? No, uh... Because I seem to remember forgetting to remember that I forgot to remember.
3: This is giving me a headache. Oh, that headache is just me, Guy Raz. Well, in any case, it's not my birthday, but I'll be sure to remember this moment the next time it comes around, okay? Okay, thanks. So, Watch over there. Bye. Wait,
0: I know that it's not your birthday, Guy Raz. That's why I said, happy un-birthday.
3: Happy, huh?
0: Happy not your birthday to you. Happy not your birthday to you. Happy not your birthday, dear Guy Ross-y. Happy not your birthday to you. Mindy, what is all of this even about? What is all of this even about? Guy Raz, it's about the exciting day that I have planned for your unbirthday.
3: Well, well, I was just planning on taking it easy today. You know, maybe a few crossword puzzles, spend some time catching up on reading terms and conditions. <laughs> Rajay! <laughs> what I- is that, Reggie? Hey, Reggie! Mindy, why is Reggie driving your motor pickle?
0: Because you don't let the pigeon drive the bus, Guy <laughs> Everybody knows that. <gasps> Guess
3: I'll have to hop on the old motor pickle, then.
0: After you. Thank you. Okay, Reg, we're going to need you to take us to that new place, the Spit Take. The Spit Take? It's a new experimental restaurant that specializes in all of your favorite foods. Artichokes, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, kale. Kale! Happy unbirthday, Guy Raz! Brussels sprouts, artichokes! Here we go! Ah, thanks for the ride, Reg. Yeah, thanks, Reggie. You didn't tell me that this
3: new experimental restaurant was shaped like a human mouth, Mindy.
0: Oh, yeah. And lucky for you, it looks like they're rolling out the red carpet in honor of your big unbirthday. birthday.
3: Uh, I don't think that's a red carpet, Mindy. It looks like that red carpet is a... a tongue.
0: What are we waiting for? Come on, let's go inside.
3: Wow, people are eating at tables that look like tea. What is this place?
0: So the spit Take opened right after this scientist from Purdue University unveiled an amazing new study. Yeah? What was it? It was a study that explored the link between our spit and our willingness to eat things like leafy green vegetables and dark chocolate and coffee. Huh.
3: I feel like all those things share something in
0: common, but I
3: can't quite put my finger on it. Hello and welcome
2: to the spit take party for two.
0: Don't mind if I do.
2: Right this way.
3: What? What?
0: What? What?
3: What? Ugh! What's this slippery, wet stuff all over the floor in here? It's dripping from the ceilings and from everywhere. This place feels
0: like a damp cave.
2: Oh, that's the organic saliva imported from the Mediterranean. Oh. Or- was it the Netherlands?
0: Ooh la la. Did you hear that, Guy Raz? Imported saliva. What? We're walking in spit?
2: Here at the Spit Take, we only import the finest saliva from around the world. Each batch, a perfect combination of water and chemicals to keep your mouth moist.
0: Ugh, don't say moist. Yeah, nobody likes that word. Now, here we are. Please take a seat. Guy Guy Raz. Ever since that study I mentioned was unveiled, culture vultures from around the world are all agreeing that spit is it.
3: Spit
0: is it?
3: As in in style or on trend or the
0: zeitgeist? Really?
2: Josef will be with you in just a few moments. Enjoy.
0: I'm so excited!
2: Hello there, my name is Ginger. I'll be taking care of you all today. Uh, can I get you anything to drink? We have coffee, and we have chocolate milk. And... And that is it.
0: I'll have a chocolate milk, please.
3: I'll just have a water. Is it okay if there is coffee in your water? Uh, no, I I would just like a water, please. We don't have water, sir. Uh, But you just said there's water in the coffee. One coffee it is. I'll be right back to take your order.
0: But... Sorry, Guy Raz. I forgot to mention that here at the spit-take, they only serve food and drinks with a bitter taste. Bitter? Mindy,
3: what kind of restaurant is this?
0: Um, a restaurant that serves literally all of your favorites. I mean, go ahead, look at the menu. Hmm. Okay,
3: uh, broccoli rabe with olives and garlic Stir-fried mustard greens, Mm -hmm. roasted Brussels sprouts Mm -hmm. Mindy, these are all my leafy green favorites Happy unbirthday, little buddy But Mindy, I do
0: have a confession to make Uh, are you about to tell me a secret? because i got to make sure I'm live-streaming this. What? Here, tuck into this end. Oh uh, No, p- put the phone down, Mindy. This is not for the whole world to know. <sighs> Fine. All right, what's the secret confession? I... What? I didn't always... Didn't always
3: what? I didn't always like... Just say it, Guy Raz. I didn't always like the taste of leafy green vegetables. <gasps> Mindy, say something. Just What? Ooh,
2: hope I'm not interrupting anything. Just wanted to drop off your coffee here and your chocolate milk, ma'am. Now, uh, either of you first-timers here?
3: We are? It's my own
2: birthday. Okay, uh, so here's how the restaurant works. We are an experimental eatery that sources and serves only the most bitter foods. And we prepare them in the most bitter way
3: possible. (laughs) 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 There's no sugar or milk in this coffee water at all. Oh, <laughs> fantastic spit take, sir. That's what we
2: like to see here. What? Guy Raz, that's kind of the point. And while everything will probably taste a little bit toxic at first, we will continue to bring these foods out to your table until you start to enjoy them, which uh, could take up to seven days. Is that okay?
0: Okey-doke. Huh?
2: Great. I'll be right back with your broccoli-kale-bitter bites. Mm Mm-mm. You are going to detest them.
0: But... Uh. Okay, Guy Raz, you were just starting to tell me the mind-blowing secret that once upon a time, you did not like the taste of kale. Oh, right.
3: Well, to be honest, Mindy, it's kind of hard for me to talk about because, as you know, these days I'm known as the Kale Crusader. You know, the kale guy.
0: Oh, yeah. I've seen you parading through the farmer's market with your please-don't-kale-my-vibe posters.
3: Kale is the key to saying no to constipation. Packed with vitamins and antioxidants, it is essential for a healthy digestive tract. Consider this your body's wake-up kale. Heat this kale to action? It's time to kale and quits on junk food. Oh, hi there, guy. Uh, Hello, Dennis. Ooh, nice bullhorn. What is that, like 20 watts? (sighs) Should've got the 50 watt. Then people could hear you a little better. Whew. Well, What can I say? I'm a kale fan Kale, Brussels sprouts, mustard greens I never leave home without them But Mindy,
0: there was once upon a time where that wasn't the case Let me guess when you were a little kid.
3: Yeah, how did you know? Oh, wow, it feels really good to get this off my chest.
0: Guy Raz, most kids don't like the taste of green leafy vegetables.
3: But I wasn't like most kids, Mindy.
0: Hmm, color me surprised. Guy Raz, I want you to think back to when you were just a tiny Guy Razzie, okay? Okay, Thinking back Now, I want you to think back to the very first time That your mom fed you some leafy green kale from the garden And what that tasted like to you
3: Okay,
0: imagining those days,
3: days,
0: days. Little guy, Rosie I've
3: harvested some brassica oleracea from the garden Here, try some the delicious dance of your olfactory and gustatory cells. Yes! Ew, bitter, bitter bite! Yeah, I do remember it tasting pretty awful and bitter.
0: Yep, and that brings us back to that study I was about to tell you about earlier.
3: Oh, right, the one about the new connections between our spit and foods with a bitter taste?
0: Yeah, so here's the scoop. This researcher named Dr. Cordelia Running from Indiana's Purdue University knew that bitter-tasting foods like kale and Brussels sprouts were not exactly loved by most people.
3: As opposed to the other four basic tastes, salty, sweet, sour, and umami? Umami? Yeah, umami is a savory taste found in foods like meat and fish and some vegetables and even dairy products like cheese.
0: Ooh, umami! Sorry.
3: So I guess the idea behind this study was that most people, when given the choice, would rather eat something salty or sweet or any other taste over bitter?
0: Yeah, so out of all five of the basic flavors, bitter is known to be the most unpleasant to say the least. But it's also the flavor found in some of the healthiest foods for our bodies. And while it might be good for you, no one is going to ask for a big kale cake topped with mustard greens and dollops of Brussels sprouts on their birthday cake.
2: Happy birthday to you! Not now!
0: What I'm getting at, Guy Raz, is that Dr. Running had a hunch that maybe this rejection of bitter foods is something that we can change about ourselves biologically by actually changing how we physically taste Right down to our teeny tiny taste buds,
3: as opposed to psychologically, where we convince ourselves that we really, really like these foods.
0: Exact Doritos, Guy Raz. So, is this where
3: our saliva or spit comes in?
0: Almost, but first, I should say that Dr. Running took this hunch she had and decided to conduct an experiment. Ooh, I love a good scientific experiment. What was it? Okay, so she got 64 people to agree to drink chocolate milk every day for a whole week. And every time they drank it, they had to rate the flavor from bad to good, like, on a scale of 1 to 10. Drinking chocolate milk for science? Hmm. Hey, anything
3: for science, Guy Raz. But I don't understand. I mean, chocolate milk is one of the sweetest treats
0: I can think of. It's kind of nutritious, but very delicious. Delicious? Not so fast. See, this chocolate milk was flavored with chocolate or cocoa that contained only 4% sugar. Ah,
3: much less sugar than a regular chocolate bar that contains up to 23% sugar.
0: Right. So as you can imagine, chocolate or rather cocoa with almost no sugar in it... might taste pretty bitter.
3: For most people, maybe, but not for me. I love dark chocolate.
0: Like you said, Guy Raz, you're not like most people.
3: So what did Dr. Running learn from her experiment?
0: Well, she learned that while the chocolate milk tasted crazy bitter to most people at first... Yeah? By the end of the week... Most of the people in the study actually started to like it. At least it seemed to lose some of its bitter taste the more they drank it.
3: So over the course of the week, something in their bodies was changing the way they tasted the bitterness in the cocoa. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Which brings us back to spit.
3: Ugh. Do we really need to talk about spit at the dinner table?
0: Guy Raz, we are literally in a restaurant shaped like an open mouth and called the Spit Take. Hi,
2: hi. Just checking in. Anything I can get you guys? Maybe some citrus peels to snack on? Hmm?
3: Citrus peels?
0: Uh, I think we're going to need a few more minutes to look over the menu. Thanks.
3: No, okay. Back to spit. I feel like we never left it.
0: After the people in the study drank their bitter chocolate milk and rated the taste, mm. they had to, you know, what? send their spit to Dr. Running.
3: What? So like they spit into an envelope and just mailed it to her?
0: No, I'm pretty sure that would be too messy. Envelopes drooling all over the mailboxes. I think they used something more scientific, like, I don't know, maybe a test tube or something. Oh. And then they mailed their spit to her. And what
3: exactly did she do with tubes of spit from 64 different people? Oh, well, she
0: took them to produce spit lab and studied them. Uh, I'm
3: sorry, did you say spit
0: lab? Oh, well, the full name is Purdue's Saliva Perception Ingestion and Tongues Laboratory, but most people just call it the spit lab for short.
3: An entire
0: laboratory dedicated to studying spit for science? Anywho, what she found was pretty wow. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So after studying the spit samples from these 64 different people, she and her team started noticing that there were changes in the spit during the course of the experiment. Changes? Like what? Well, first I should mention that in addition to helping us chew and swallow and break down the food that we shovel into our traps, spit is also full of these teeny tiny molecules called proteins. And those proteins help us to taste the different flavors caused by the chemicals in our foods.
3: Like sweetness and
0: sourness and bitterness. You know it. But after studying the spit of these people, she noticed that the more of this bitter chocolate milk they drank, the more certain proteins in their spit began to change.
3: Huh. So the more their spit came into contact with the bitter flavors in the cocoa, the more those special proteins were made in their spit and the less they were able to taste the bitterness.
0: Well, basically, yeah. So their spit glands actually learned to make more of that protein that dampened or decreased the bitter flavor. Kind of like when you dump a bunch of water in my orange juice to water it down and think I don't notice.
3: So just to be clear, Dr. Running discovered that after a week of drinking bitter chocolate milk, the people in the experiment had more of these diluting molecules than when they started?
0: Pretty bonker balls, right? The building blocks of their spit basically changed to tell their brains that the bitter cocoa... Wasn't so bitter after all
3: Wow You know, Mindy This could explain why I love eating kale now But I didn't like it when I was a little kid Yeah? What do you mean? Well, even though I didn't like kale or brussels sprouts Or even dark chocolate as a kid I still had to eat them
0: So, when you were a little kid, you actually tried again and again and again and again to eat the bitter foods that you detested?
3: Yeah, with almost every meal. I couldn't have dessert until I did. But, Mindy, over time, I started to actually enjoy these foods. And now, well... I'm the Kale Crusader!
0: Whoa. Guy Raz, your spit actually changed to make you like the taste of those bitter, leafy green vegetables. Man, just goes to show that maybe it's not just the taste that determines what we eat. But
3: what we eat can, over time, determine the
0: taste. Whew, I might have to chew on that one for a while. Uh, Mindy? It's just taking me a while to chew on this broccoli kale bitter bite. Hi,
2: hi. Just checking in to see how those bitter bites are going for you, huh?
0: Ah, you crazy bitter. Can I spit it out now?
2: No, of course you can. There's a spit trough right over there. A spit trough? (laughs) I'll bring out another serving. Like I said, it could take up to seven days or more for your saliva to change enough for the bitter flavor to go away.
0: Raz, <laughs> hey, Roz. Here, put on these magnifying goggles and check out my spit. See if you can see any changes in it yet. Mindy, I'm not gonna... Happy
3: birthday to you. Happy... Wow. just for me, is that a cake made entirely out of raw kale? You know it. Oh, look, it's even decorated with tiny little broccoli florets, Mindy. Oh, this is the best not-my-birthday ever. Go ahead, Guy Raz, take a
0: bite. Okay. (coughs) Too bitter, Mommy, too bitter, Mommy. (laughs) He might need a few more bites before his saliva gets used to it.
1: (coughs) Wow in the world, we'll be right back. Grown ups, this message is for you.
2: Support for this podcast and the following message for parents come from S.C. Johnson, maker of Ziploc. Committed to inspiring creative confidence in kids to fuel their future, Ziploc is working with KiwiCo to create meaningful STEM projects and facilitate children's learning. Find out more on ziploc.com.
1: That's it. Back to the show. Well,
0: Hi, thanks for calling Wow in the World. After the beep, get ready to record. Our names are Stella and, and Oliver,
1: and we have some fish facts. The, there's a female fish in the ocean that um, goes into a coral reef in a hole, and then over time it proceeds into a male fish. And my wow in the world is that a bug called the saimothwa exigua, or tongue-eating louse, goes into fish, stays there for a while, then eats the tongue and turns into the fish's tongue. Gross. We We love love your show! Hi, Mindy and Guy Ross. My name is Nina. I live in Udine, Minnesota, and my wow in the world is that Starbucks sells 10 million cups of coffee a day and 4 billion cups of coffee a year between all their locations. That's a lot of caffeine. Say hi to Reggie Dennis, Thomas Fingerling, and Grandma (laughs) G-Force. Keep up the good work. Bye! Hi, Mindy and Guy Ross. My name is Ansel, and I'm seven years old, and I live in Sandy, Utah. My wow in the world is that a sea otters have super dense fur, one million hairs per square inch. Their fur is so thick, their skin doesn't get wet, even though they live in the ocean. I love your podcast. Hi, my name is Layla, and I live in Springfield, Massachusetts. My wow is that there's an animal called the blob fish and it's loaded the most ugliest creature in the ocean. Bye. Hi, Mindy and Guy Ross. My name is Stella. I live in Portland, Oregon. My wow in the world is that every time you make a mistake, your brain grows. I love your show. Say hi to Dennis for me. Hi. Hi, Mindy and Guy Ross. My name's Cora, and I'm from Louisville, Kentucky. And my wow in the world is that Australia's Great Barrier Reef can be seen from space. Bye! Hi, Mindy and Guy Ross. It's me, Griffin, from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. My wow in the world is that tornadoes start up when when cold and hot air collide together, spinning around. It creates a funnel of clouds. I love your show. Also, say hi to Reggie. (laughs) Hi, Mindy and Guy Raz. My name is Noah. I live in Wilton, Connecticut. My wow in the world is that if you drill a hole through the earth, it would take you 42 minutes to fall through it. Say hi to Dennis for me, the best person in the world.
3: (gasps) Yes, I know it. I am the best. I am the best. I am Mother! Yes, Dennis! Someone thinks I'm the best! You are the best! I know! I've been saying it for years! End of messages.
0: Hey everyone, thank you so much for hanging out with us this week on Wow in the World. And to keep the wow rolling, check
3: out this week's scientific conversation starters at our website, wowintheworld.com.
0: And grown-ups, there you can find more info on how your kids can become members of the World Organization of Wowzers, shop our Wow shop, upload photos and videos to us, and check dates for our upcoming live events. That's wowintheworld.com
3: Our show is produced by Jed Anderson
0: Who provides the bells, whistles, and silly characters Say hello, Jed Hello Our show is written by me, Guy Raz, and Thomas Van Kalken Who also provides silly characters
3: Tom? Hello there Thanks also to Jessica Bodie, Casey Kofer, Rebecca Caban, Kit Ballinger, and Alex Curley Meredith Halpern Ranzer powers the WoW at Tinkercast.
0: Our theme song was composed and performed by the Pop-Ups. For more info on their two-time Grammy-nominated all-ages music, find them at thepopups.com. And
3: grown-ups, you can follow Wow in the World on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Wow in the World. And our email address is hello at wowintheworld.com.
0: And And if you're a kid with a big wow to share with us, call us at 1-888-7-WOW-WOW for a chance to be featured at the end of the show.
3: Also, if you haven't already done so, please subscribe to Wow in the World on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Yeah, leave us a few stars, a review, or just tell a friend about the show.
3: Thanks again for listening, and until next time, keep keep on wowing.
0: wowing. Jinx!
1: was made by Tinkercast and sent to you by NPR.
2: There's a multivitamin that can make our lives instantly better. All we need to get its benefits is to step
3: outside. Nature and parks and greenery helps us be our better selves. The miracle of vitamin N
2: in the latest episode of our U2.0 series on Hidden Brain from NPR.